Real Talk with Grace Redmond features conversations with fierce and fabulous people from Grace's community and circle who inspire others with their stories of overcoming challenges to create amazing. Grace is an entrepreneur and success coach who works with individuals to diminish their negative mental chatter, boost their confidence, achieve their goals, and increase their prosperity mindset. Get ready for a series of Anything Goes Conversations with remarkable men and women that will get you jazzed for life's unlimited possibilities of success, freedom, and fun. Welcome to Real Talk with Grace Redmond. Thank you so much for joining us today on another episode of Real Talk. I'm Grace Redmond, and I get to have real-life, raw conversations with incredible people from my circles and communities who have overcome challenges and created amazing. Today, I have a very magical guest with us, and that is Jody Harvala. Hello, hello, hello. My, I, We're going to have so much fun today. And you know what, guys? Just to warn you, anything's going to go today. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about Jody. I swear a little bit. So do I, girl. So Jody is a forward-thinking, spirit-loving, space-clearing, psychic teacher and coach and the founder of Spirit School. Walking through her own spirit journey, she went from a fear-based woman to a spiritually fearless entrepreneur. She loves teaching others how to connect with spirit and also how to experience spirit in the sacred, everyday moments of life. She teaches through experience. With each and every class offered, people who participate walk away with their own very real experience with spirit and a fresh perspective regarding the next step on their personal journey here on earth. Walking with spirit every day of her life has opened up so many doors, opportunities, and experiences that is she that she is grateful for every day. And the best reward is grabbing another person's hand and saying, come along for the ride, friend. Yep. And today, Jody is going to share with us some of those first steps. Amen, sister. <laughs> oh, it's so awesome to have you, Jody. I know um, we know a lot of the same people, and they've told me, and I know they mentioned to you, like if we get together, like we're going to have fun because we're both sassy that would get along. And they that's weren't. what I heard. You, know, you got to meet Grace. She's super sassy, like you are. I'm like, right on. All right, we better play. Yeah, and so we connected. We, you know, we um, scheduled a call. We. we had our Zoom and it was so fun to connect with you that way. So I'm super excited to have you here today. It's always fun to do these. I love doing these. I love like coming together with other powerful women. So thanks for having me for sure. Yeah, my pleasure. My pleasure. And we get to talk about something that's really near and dear to my heart. And I love this topic. And we're going to talk about spirit. Mm -hmm. And so what one question I wanted to have for you, maybe for people who may not be familiar, what does spirit mean to you? Like what, what, what does spirit mean? I think spirit means so much to me. It means just life. It means everything. You know, it, it's not necessarily God or the universe or anything, but my spirit is like that, that part of me that leads the way when things are going the way they probably should be going. Um, so I think spirit is really just life to me. It's just mm -hmm. all of it. It's not good or bad. It's all of it. Mm -hmm. And and it's support. I think spirit to me is support mm -hmm. and it can be in person or, or, you know, out in the ethers and the woo woo world. Mm -hmm. But to me, spirit's very much support. Mm, I love that. And yeah. that I, I'm getting the sense that that support can look many different ways. Can you share you know, one way like what that support looks like to you? Yeah, I think one of the things, you know, for a long time, 
in my younger years, I didn't really feel like I was supported and I didn't feel, and I most likely just wasn't letting the support in like most of us. And when I started to get introduced to this world, it was like one of those things that I could go, oh, I could go to my angels for support. And then I don't have to be, you know, vulnerable, like with my people friends, Mm -hmm. but I can be vulnerable with my spiritual friends. Mm-hmm. And to me, just having that support that it doesn't matter where I am or what I'm doing, there's something or somebody or some energy that I can call in. And to me, safety is a big deal. So feeling safe and supported, like that was like big deal to me in my life. And mm-hmm. I didn't always feel that way for a really long time. And that's one of the things I think I've, I've gotten most out of this is I feel a lot safer in my own skin and I feel supported. Um, so to me, it's a, it's a place I can go no matter what's happening. If it's the worst thing in the world or the best thing in the world, I can be like, you know, look at this, isn't this cool? Or, oh my God, please, you got to come in. So I, I, to me, that safe and support is something that I get from spirit constantly. I love that answer because prior to, I mean, I've always believed in God, universe, spirit, whatever Mm -hmm, you you call it. And and I had my own experience, um, you know, early on. However, you know, as a young adult, an adult, I lost my connection to spirit. Yep. And I was always looking for support from outside of myself. And yes. I was so upset. Like, okay, yes. my friends, you know, may not be there to support me or my parents. It was just, I was always looking for support and I was lonely. Yes. Yeah. I was just going to talk about that. Like there, and, and right now I'm seeing that in the world so much is so many people are lonely. I mean, with COVID and all that kind of stuff there, people are so isolated. And that was when I, when I was single and even during my married years at times, people, you know, you get lonely and I always have some kind of companion with me, you know, and, and it really does help that loneliness. And, and that is hard to explain to people until they let it in. Yeah. And they're like, well, I don't want to talk to angels. I'm like, maybe you should try because you really are never alone. And, and, and it does help that loneliness side of things sometimes. It really does. I mean, I know now, although I'm alone often now, you know, my kids are grown and my husband's busy. I never feel lonely yeah. because I've learned to tap into spirit. Yep. And that, that's within me and that's out, you know, outside of me. Um, and I know Sunny Don Johnson, which she's one of your mentors too. A hundred percent. Yeah. You know, and I've always known about Archangel Michael, although we didn't grow up religiously, like I knew different, um, I don't know, icons, if you want to call them or but then she turned me on to Archangel Michael and some of the other angels. And as I was telling you earlier, I'm like, my Archangel Michael, he, like, he's my boy. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, and I have a team. Like, I have Michael over here. I got Gabriel over here. I got my chief back here. I got Seraphina mm-hmm. over here. I got my Buddha dude up there. Like, I have a whole, like, crowd of them. And I can always sit and, and have conversations. And, and it's changed so much because, I, you know... I, there's times I get lonely, but not like when I felt alone. Right. You know, there's a difference. And and so to me, that connection was a, it was a big deal to me. And and that's what it's about is connection, connecting to, to me. It feels like connecting to our deeper self. When we connect to our yeah. deeper self, we're connecting, you know, to spirit and, and something greater than us. Yep. Um, is there a difference between the word intuition and psychic? Um, you know what? I, I had, I had someone, I had someone explain that to me one time at an expo. Cause you know, people are really helpful that way. And <laughs> I had, I had a sign up and I think I said, 
um, something like I'm an intuitive or something. And this woman walked up to me and she goes, oh, at least you're telling the truth. And I was like, what do you mean? And she goes, well, people who say intuitive aren't always intuitive. And I was like, okay, well, tell me why. And to how she defined it, um, intuition was ability to read people's emotions and energy and things like that. Psychic, supposedly in her definition, was you can see the future and you get impressions and like all these kinds of things. To me, they go hand in hand to me. Um, I think some people are more comfortable with intuition than they are with psychic. So, you know, when I have students, they'll they'll get comfortable saying intuition. And I'm like, okay, well, to me, that's the same as psychic. So I think it depends on the person. Some people would never agree with me and which is that happens. But um, to me, they're interchangeable because I, I, I just think we all have some ability to some point. Um, and then mediumship, of course, is actually being able to speak to dead people. Although I think everyone has the ability to do that, even if it's just with their loved ones. And some people just like me, I've learned to develop it. Um, So I do think it depends on the person and what their definition is. I I agree. And I know like some of this stuff seems new age, but in reality, is it really new age? Because I don't think it's new. (laughs) I don't think so either. We all have intuition. It's just maybe some of us aren't tapped into it because we get distracted by day-to-day life. Um, or you're afraid of it. Yeah. I was afraid of it for a very long time. Yep. yep. And yep. I just recently, you know, owned it only a couple years ago. Um, and then you're right on the mediumship because you know, you can't, there's been so many times that my friends are like, you know what? I know my, my mother passed on and I know I felt her as she was there. I mean, that's mediumship. Yep. So sure it is. what I want to, you know, kind of emphasize today I know sometimes like the psychic piece and the angels, that seems like woo, but in reality, it's really not. No, to me, it's more, to me, that's more normal than, you know, than not. Like I, I've had people in my life and, and people have passed and things like that. And there's no talk about signs. There's no talk about like feeling them or, or sensing signs. And to me, I'm like, how can you have that in your life? Like, how can you not like, why would you not want to hear from your loved ones? Like, I don't understand that. Cause I've just done it for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, it's normal. And, and to people that aren't used to it or haven't been exposed to it or just don't have the belief of it. Like, you know, a lot of people think we're crazy, but that's one of my gifts that I think I, one of the biggest things is that I lost 13 people last year, including a really good client. So I have a new rule that none of my clients are, are, um, allowed to pass away like that just they just don't get to and uh, I've been affirming that this year and one of the things that has really helped with so much death is like I get signs from all of them you know and there's such a comfort to that you know my dad passed away this year so like there's a whole lot of comfort in those signs coming through so it is a little a little hard for me to keep my mouth shut when I have people that kind of don't believe in it because I'm like Oh, are you kidding? Like seriously? Because I get sign after sign after sign after sign after sign. And you don't have to keep your mouth shut. And me too. Like I, I love talking about this because again, it 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 happens to all I don't know one person who hasn't had an experience where they felt something in their gut, which is also intuition, yep. psychic, psychic ability. We all have it. Yep. We all have it. Um 
And, you know, the signs are all around us. We just have to tap in. I remember a time when I first started, uh, when I went back to get NLP certified and I started tapping into the spiritual community, I had a girlfriend. She would see the numbers all over the place all the time. Yeah, I see numbers I all the time. I see them ever. But yeah. then finally, when I got quiet and I started <laughs> meditating regularly, guess what? I see the signs every day, all day. It could be, it's not going to be like a ghost showing up in front of you. I mean, yeah. I only had that happen once, but it's, it's for me, it's like the hummingbird, the butterfly yeah, ringing when I think of someone. So those things happen to all of us. We just well, I always tell people when I'm, when I'm talking about it or training about it or, or teaching a class or something, I always tell people, cause a lot of people will ask for specifics and I've had really funny, hilarious things with specifics, people asking for specific signs. But I always tell people, you know, go more general when you first start and just say, okay, spirit team, like, I don't know if you're real. I don't know if this is bullshit. Like, I don't understand. But if you're around me, just show me something, just show me signs today and make them big and obnoxious. So like that, I can't fight against them. And, and I started with that and like, I would get great parking. I would get green lights all the way down 13th Avenue, which is unheard of. Like all these cool things would start happening. I just, a, a friend of mine, her husband passed away. And for two weeks after I got home, literally every time I turned my car radio on, it was Bon Jovi. And I was like, like, I can't fight that. And there's a story behind that. But I was like, I can't fight against that. Like, I just can't. You know, my dad sends me signs and different things. So to me, I, I, I keep it as general as possible. So, and I'm just like, just show me, just show me. And mm -hmm. I pay attention to what keeps showing up or what like gets my attention where I look. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that is a, like a shotgun in the clouds in the sky. And my dad was a gunsmith. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Eli, do you see that gun in the sky? And he's like, oh, yeah, that's really your dad. That's so you know, cool. so I, I, I like to keep that open. And that sometimes helps people because when they get specific, sometimes they block it because they want it to be a specific thing. Right. And it's not always specific. Right, right. I remember when I was first starting to kind of get into the signs, and I don't know if I took a class or if I was listening to Gabby Bernstein and they said, you know, pick your spirit animal, whatever comes up in your mind. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay. But the giraffe came up in my mind. Oh, cool. And like a giraffe. I'm like, where the fuck am I going to see a giraffe? Like, that's ridiculous. This is crazy. This is whatever. You know, and then I went. <laughs> I went on with my day and it took a few days, right? And I forgot about it. And then a, a couple of days, I'm like, oh, I didn't see a giraffe. Where am I going to see a giraffe? I still had it in my mind. So out of the blue, my god sister comes says, can you come, you know, come down to my house? Well, she lives an hour away and I hate driving. But for some reason that day I went down there. And she's all, come see my son's room. What I did to it. What I did to it. All giraffes. I walk in the room and it was all giraffes. I go, oh my fucking God. She's like, what's wrong with you? Ha ha. That's what I hear spirits saying. Ha ha. Can, but um, so I, I know that's, you know, that's a silly story, but that's how it starts. Just those signs asking for them. And it could be that sounds like it could be that simple. Can it be that simple? Yeah. I asked, I got really pissed off one time. I was burnt out. Um, in this work and I wasn't, I wasn't maintaining my energy. Well, I was burnt out. I was just, I had created a bunch of very needy clients and I made lots of mistakes and I was like, Oh my God, spirit, if you want me to keep doing this job, like you are going to have to show me a Christmas tree, like fully decorated Christmas tree. And it was July. And this, this woman called me and she's like, I think I need you to come clear my house. 
And I was like, okay. And she didn't sound like a typical client. She was very questionable why she was, she's like, she kept saying that, I don't know why I'm calling you. Like, I don't understand why I'm calling you. This is not something I would do, but I know you're supposed to come over and this is really weird to me. So like, this is, this is weird to me. And I was like, are you sure you want me to come? And she's like, yeah, no, but I think you're supposed to. So anyways, long story, I go to her house, gorgeous house. And I walk in, definitely not the normal client for me. And I walk and we were, we were clearing and I was doing my thing. And I walked into her kitchen and I was like, huh, look at that. Christmas tree, fully decorated Christmas tree in her kitchen. And I was like, well, that's interesting. And she had it like, it was like cups and saucers and, you know, stuff like that. And I was like, huh, okay. And I didn't say too much, but she saw me looking at the Christmas tree and she goes, oh, is that weird? I just think they're so cute. I'm like, no, no, it's totally cute. It's just, I asked for a sign today and it was a Christmas tree. And then we went up to like, yeah. And then I went up to like the second level of our house and there is another full seven foot decorated Christmas tree. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And then we went upstairs on the third floor and there was another fully decorated Christmas tree. And I was just like, okay, I'll stay. I'll do the work. But I needed to make some changes, but like, it was hilarious. And when, and she, when I was done, she's like, I'm so glad you're done. Can you get out of my house? And I'm like, yes, I can. I got what I needed apparently. But yeah, so signs can come even if you're annoyed and frustrated and angry and, and grieving and all those kinds of things. Um, it might take a little bit to see them, but they can come at any time. Yeah. 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 No, I love that. That's hilarious. I mean, for you to see you know, three huge Christmas trees in July. I mean, come on. And like, I was mad. I was like, if you want me to stay and do this business, I am so tired. Like you better show me something. And, oh, uh, and it was within 24 hours. Yeah. And you can't make this shit up, you know, no. that you know, I couldn't make up that one. I was like, I can't, I can't even like justify that in any way, shape or form. Yeah. And neither could that poor woman. I still feel bad. I see her every once in a while. She's always like, see ya. <laughs> she just, she's like, no, no, I'm done with whatever that was. I'm done. Like, well, I want to ask you, like, how did you, cause, well, there's something that you and I have in common. We both did staffing. So yeah. I'm like, oh my God, if Jody did staffing for as long as she did, then she's crazy like me. So we're both crazy in a good way. In a good yeah. way. I actually didn't do it for super long. I actually worked in radio for a long time. I did. I sold advertising. Mm -hmm. And um, when I got out of that, I, I, it, and it was, it's such an odd story because I met this woman and she did coaching and I didn't know what that was, but I was very lost in my life at the time. And she was telling me about, you know, go write a list of what you want to create and what you want. And I was like, whatever. Okay. And I did that and like was introduced to this woman and she did, she did executive recruiting mm -hmm. and I, and she wanted me to come in for an interview. And I told Eli, I said, if she has a nice, nice office, like I'm going to work for her. And he's like, really? I'm like, yep, that's what I'm going to base it on. If her office is pretty and nice and upscale, super upscale, beautiful office. And I was like, all right, I'll work for you. And and then um, it was kind of a hot mess, but I learned a lot. Mm -hmm. And I worked with her for a while. And then I was pregnant with my second and I was super sick with him. Got puked all day long, IVs every three days. Like it was just awful. And I met this guy because I needed to get away from this crazy chick I work for. And I um, met this guy and oh my God, it was so funny because we were eating lunch at this nice restaurant and he was asking how much I needed and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, I would love if you wanted to start with us. I'm like, that's great, but I'm going to throw up now. So I really need to leave. 
because the smell in here is making me nauseous and like I can't stay. And he's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm literally going to throw up. So like I, I, like I really have to leave. And I'd love to work for you, but just know I'm not in a good spot for the next six months. And he's like, okay, see ya. And I worked with him and that's the job that led me because everyone wanted to be in their passion. And I thought that was such a weird thing for people looking for jobs to ask for. You know what I mean? I was like, what do you mean your passion? I don't know how to help you do that. Like, what are you talking about? And then I met this couple at an expo and one was a numerologist and one did this core passion work. And, and I was like, what does she do? And I had also started a group, a book club um, on The Course of Miracles, which mm. I did not understand. It was completely over my head, 100%, but I showed up every Tuesday for a okay. year because we shared our miracles at the end. Mm. And it was the miracles. So every week I showed up because I wanted to hear everyone's miracles because I believed in miracles. Yeah. And that all brought me to Wes and Lori. And then I started in this whole thing. So yeah. But so how did it start? You just one day you're like, okay, I'm gonna, you know, be a coach. No, no, no. <laughs> I fought against it for a long time. I did a, a, a classes with Wes Hamilton. He's a beautiful numerologist in Minneapolis, and he kept calling me a psychic medium. And I was like, would you stop calling me that? And when I was pregnant with my first, I went to my first reading with this lady, and she's like, oh, this is so interesting. Like in like ten years, you're gonna do what I'm doing. I'm like, what do you mean doing what you're doing? Like be a psychic? And she goes, yeah. And I was like, no, crazy lady. I think that's not, <laughs> no, not doing that. Um, and sure shit, I totally was. And um, I kept working with him. And then I learned how to clear houses, which was really, it, it's such a passion for me. Like I picked up my dousing rods and I knew how to do it. Like I just knew. Mm. I was like, how do I know how to do it? Like I know how to do it and I'm good at it. I remember coming home and telling Eli, I'm like, I don't know how I know how to do this weird stuff but I'm good at it. And, and like, it just like <laughs> took off for me. And then that led to me um, having to get over myself a little bit and do readings because the readings led to the clearings and then the clearings led to the classes and then the classes led to the mentoring. So it was a whole thing. So but even though they're telling you, oh, you're going to be a psychic medium, you at that point, you weren't tapped into that part of you. So no. Do you, was there like one moment where like you, you tapped into it? Like you were tapped into it? I think when I got my house cleared is when I really tapped into it. Like I, I met this, it was like this big, long, it's a big long story. And I always tell people, I, I really feel like I'm a developed psychic medium because I, I, I knew when people were lying to me growing up, I knew when they were with their boyfriends in high school, I'm like, that is not who you're supposed to be with. Like people hated introducing me to their, in, to their boyfriends. Cause they're like, so rude. I'm like, well, they're not who you're supposed to be with. You know, and I would date people and I'd be like, yeah, you're not going to last, you know, because it just, I just knew, but I didn't know what I knew at the time. Right. And I had some experiences and stuff like that. But, um, I, I really feel like when I got into that, when she cleared my house and I could feel what she was doing, I thought there is something I really need to pay attention here. And she, and we were broke, broke, broke. And she had a class coming up and I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to pay for that class, but I know I'm supposed to be in it. And she's like, yeah, I do too. And, and when I got in that class and I was like, Oh my God, this is what I've been searching for my entire life. Mm. And I had no idea I was even searching. But, but in that moment, I was like, oh my God, like this is, this is what I've been looking for. And then that 
grew. I mean, I still clear houses all the time. It's still one of my favorite, favorite things to do. And I get to do all these other things too, because I get bored really, really fast. So energy work is good for me because it's always different. But yeah, I think it's when I was in that class and I was and I was learning how to clear houses or remembering how to clear houses. And and does it feel like work to you? No, no. I get tired. Um, it's interesting because if I'm doing things for a while, like 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 let's say I'm mentoring, and then all of a sudden my mentees kind of start to kind of melt away a little bit and I'm kind of tired or I, I'm not as excited about then I know like clearings are coming up or classes are coming up or, you know, like spirit school is coming up. Like I, my, my business is cool that way because it'll shift me into what's lighting me up in the moment and, and I can shift with it. So, you know, it's just getting to learn to trust that shift. Totally. Because I think we were taught to constantly be in the grind, in the hustle, yeah. Yeah, in the grind and the hustle, then we're lazy. But in reality, there's seasons where we need to step back and just be. Yeah. And because we've invested the time in the business, the business it's 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 still gonna go. It's just there's seasons where we need to recoup, re, you know, rejuvenate, recoup. Yep, I had probably like this summer. I got COVID last March, and it it really did a job on me. On top of all that loss that I had, like I was already kind of challenged, you know, body, mind and spirit with all of that. And then I got COVID and it took me a while to get through that. And like, I stopped doing readings, you know, for probably four months, I hadn't stopped doing readings in probably 10 years. And I just, I just didn't do any, I didn't have it in me. I did my mentorship clients, you know, and I did this and this, but I didn't do any readings, didn't have my, my calendar open, nothing. And that was the first time in years I hadn't done that. So then when I came back to it, I was like, oh, oh yeah, this is really fun. Like, oh yeah, okay. And I just felt so much more renewed by it. And then some of the other pieces of my business were like, yeah, take a break from us. Now it's time to do that. So it, it's it's hard to listen to that though, especially when you work for yourself because you get a little freaked out. Like, where's my clients going? Like, what's happening? Because it's just not typical. Right. And, and I experienced that over the summer where I had just taken on too much. I had, you know, the staffing and a full, you know, coaching client schedule and I felt a burnout coming on and I knew, you know, I didn't want to burn out. So I stepped, stepped back from it. And usually I'd be terrified, you know, mm -hmm. that would mean the income stream would stop. However, what a blessing because I have a different state of mind. Yeah. It continued to flow in different ways because I wasn't in that fear. Yeah. Yep. And I think it's hard to get, not be in that fear, especially if you're first building your business. Yeah. Like, I, you know, my first probably eight years in business, I was like, I hope I can pay my car payment. Like it's, you know, you just, are, I was just fearful a lot. And so, and a lot of entrepreneurs that that's how we go. We're all or nothing. And so um, it can be stressful yeah. and burnout can happen quickly. It's exhausting. Yeah. Which, which leads me to, you know, you went, like you said, from a fearful woman to, I love this, to a fearless entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about that. Cause I love that. Well, I was scared of everything. I like, I, you know, and, and I, when I say everything, it was like this defining moment that I decided to make changes because I was reading a book um, and I was going to look up the book cause I can never remember the name of it. Something about Merlin. And, and one of the exercises was to go and write down everything that you're afraid of. Mm -hmm. And that he had told his student to go write down everything you're afraid of just to, to look at it. And I was like, well, I'm going to do that. Two in the morning, having a panic attack. 
Um, my family's all sleeping. My cats are up with me. And, and I was sitting and I was just writing everything, everything, everything that I was afraid of. Pages, pages. And I was like, what the hell? Why? How? Why am I afraid of so much? Like it was so frustrating. And I, and I got to the, when I just couldn't write anymore. And it was like, I am afraid of every second of every minute of every hour of every day. Oh. And I was like, what? What? What That's is heavy. this? That's heavy. And I just thought that is the saddest fucking thing I've ever came out of me. But I hadn't realized it. Like when you're in it, you don't realize that you're that afraid of everything. Yeah, you're just so used to that vibration. And so I remember I just said a prayer and I was like, all right, spirit. And I was kind of in this stuff already. And I was like, this is not how I want to live. So from this moment on, like, you got to teach me a different way to be because this is not working. And I literally, I've never felt it since, but I felt like this whole bunch of energy like lift off of me. And, and I was crying and it was just this moment and I just thought, okay, this is going to be different. And, and it took me a year. Like I, from that on, I started working on things that I was afraid of spirit. I was afraid of clearing. I was afraid of like, I have hilarious stories about Sunny and, and being afraid of clearing and her healing center and all this kind of stuff. And so um, it's not that I'm not afraid anymore. It's that I'm more excited to walk through the experience than I am of my fear. I love that. I'm more excited to walk through the experience than the yeah. fear. Yeah. Right. Because I definitely have things that I'm afraid of, but um, I don't let it hold me back like I used to. Mm -hmm. I just can't. It's so mm -hmm. uncomfortable. Well, I could relate to what you're saying too, because I, I had a lot of fear. And of course, I'm human. I'm, I, I'm sure we do. It doesn't go away. No, but you know how do you, I, I always say, okay, is this, well, what is that? Um, uh, fear everything and um, faith. I don't know. There's like an acronym. Face everything and rise. Yes. 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 So you can fear everything. That's more where I'm at at these days. Like, ah, eh, fuck this. I'm going to do it anyways. Me too. And so when I go to that fear, I'm like, stop. Yep. You know, I go from, is it, you have, there's two ways you can look at fear or faith. Yep. You know, has God or spirit ever let me down? No. Have I been through hard ass times? Yes. Have I faced tragedy? Yes. Have I faced loss? Yes. And through that, I spirit God still carried me, you know, through it. So am I going to sit in? Well, the and I think you carried yourself through it. That's right. That's right. I mean, spirit's always that support, but you're the one actually walking through it. Right. You know what I mean? So it's not that that spirit carries you through it. It's that you open yourself up to enough faith in yourself to walk through it. I love that. You're right. Because we have a choice. We have a choice. And there are things that I'm like, nah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, we'll, yeah. we'll see something on my, um, you know, some adventure. And I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. And my oh. husband's like, oh, okay. I'm like, nah, I'm just really clear. Like, that's a choice. Yeah. I'm not going to do that one. And we can have preferences too. It doesn't yeah. mean like, I'm fearful or it just, that's not a preference. It's not something that's going to bring me joy. Like I'm never going to crawl in and do caving like that. I'll never do that. Like they crawl into teeny tiny little caves and yeah, crawl no. through them and have to fit their bodies through them. I'm like, yeah, I'm never doing that. No, okay. On that too. I'm not I doing that. Out of a plane though. Possibly. Yes. Yeah. So, so I, I, I think jump out of a plane. I'm like five years ago. No, now. Yeah, I might. Yeah. So I, I think with the fearless piece, one of the pieces is I also have surrounded myself with a lot of supportive people, you yes. know, and, and like I have a mentor and I have a coach mm -hmm. and I'm in a mastermind and, and I have good friends and people that believe in me. 
And that helps me when I'm afraid. Like I, I reached out, I was having a launch and I was like reaching out to a friend of mine and we do it for each other. I'm like, hey, um, your guys have anything I should know about this launch? And she's like, yes. Da -da 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 -da. And I was like, oh, that's so fun. I always need a little kick in the ass. So that's really fun. So I also think most of our fears are lies. You know, yeah. like that's something for me. I make a lot of shit up in my head. And, and that's something Sunny has taught me to ask myself, like, is that really the truth? Right. Like, really? And I'm like, no, not really. But I feel that. She's like, well, I don't think it's the truth, though. And and I was a liar to myself for years about things. So a lot of times my fears are also lies. I think most of our fears are, are lies. I'm a, I yeah. mean, of course, there are going to be real fears. I mean, if, you know, you see a grizzly bear, you're camping and that's... Okay. Yeah, like we're not talking about like life or death. This right. is about things that stop you. Like I have a lot of friends that won't travel by themselves. Mm. And I travel by myself a lot. And the first few times it was scary, except now I don't ever feel like I can't do that. Mm. I don't ever feel like I can't travel by myself. I'm careful. And I have certain things that I do when I'm traveling by myself to have, you know, check-ins with people. Like I go on a hiking trail, I'll send it to my friends. And I'm like, if I don't check back in two hours, like someone find me, you know, because I, I don't want my life to be held back by my fears. Absolutely. And I've, I've also realized that once it's, I'll have a fear of something or I'm afraid to do something. And then once I do it, I'm like, okay, that wasn't so bad. The world didn't yeah. end. And it's really the story that we create in our mind that holds us back. Yeah. You know, it's our ego trying to keep us safe. Yeah. And if we just, you know. And I want to be safe, but I want to grow and expand too. Right. So, so that's the choice. Like, yep, head, I hear you. I want to be safe, but it feels better to grow and expand. Right. So this is coming up in my mind. Are we, aren't we, tip, are we typically, I mean, for the most part, safe? It's just that story that's making us feel unsafe? Yeah, I think we're learning. I think, listen to things that your mom probably, my mom has been warning me every time there's a storm coming in because she saw a tornado when she was like 10 years old. And my mom's almost 80. So for 80 years, she's been carrying around the fear of a tornado getting her. And a few years ago, I was like, mom, if a tornado gets you, you're going to be dead. You'll be fine. It's fine. We're all fine. Because it was such a ridiculous story like that she had brought to me for so many years. And it was just hilarious. I was like, oh, my God, I can't talk about these stupid tornadoes. If they get us, they get us. Like, I don't know what else to say. Or, you know, be careful every time you leave the house. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful. Um, that, that really is, you know what we're always like, be careful, look for the danger, be careful, look for the danger. Mm -hmm. So I've even been mindful with my kids to try not to tell them, be careful, but like, go have fun. Hell yes. Love you. Go have fun. Oh, that'd be really, go have fun. And it's not that there's times where I'm like, um, it's totally icy. It's a blizzard. I'd rather you not be driving in this because I'm your mother and I have fears about that. And I'll say all that. My kid will be like, yeah, I'm an expert driver. I'm like, yes, at 16, you certainly are. <sighs> you know, so it's not that I don't, say that but i don't say it every single time they leave the house i used to oh yeah when they were little i did too but i started to shift it because i was yeah. like oh i would like i would have loved my mom to tell me to go have fun right like that, but that's not how my family like it was always very like watch out for the rain my grandpa used to call to tell us it was raining on his side of town and i was like yeah you're five miles it's raining here too like it was just these silly fears so I just grew up afraid of everything.
and so did we same thing like it was like don't put your hand out the window the car the yes your hand's car. gonna get yeah right yeah. and so same thing we grew up with so many fears and you know i was conditioned that way so when yep. my kids were growing up and getting their license i was a like my son's like you're crazy yeah. um and he was right because i would have this fear it's four o'clock in the afternoon he's not answering and he what's happening it's like nothing's happened to him but when I shifted, and even if it is, we don't have control over no, it anyways. No, I don't. But I noticed that when I shifted my fear and I wasn't so um, afraid, I noticed that, especially with my oldest son, he started to flourish. Yeah, mine too. To thrive. So mm -hmm. when I stepped back and I surrendered into my into faith and knowing like everything's gonna be okay, this kid within literally, I swear, I'm not joking, within a month, a couple months. I saw a different person mm -hmm. and I knew that I'm like, I was energetically courting this kid yeah. with my fear. And the minute I let go he, and he, they're thriving because go have fun. Of course, I tell them, be careful. Um, but I couldn't believe just the difference with me just letting go. And that goes to show like energetically we're connected to other people. Yep. And um, I was holding him back. Well, and the other thing, not everything is going to be okay. Like it's like, nice. not, not everything is going to be okay. No, like no. according to spirit, everything's divine. Everything's yeah. in, but for us, like it doesn't show up that way. No. And so there has to be some point where you're like, go live. And I want you to have fun because you're 19 and you should. And you know, if I'm afraid of something like that's mine, like I'll own that right. piece. And, and, and once I did that, once I surrendered and, um, I, you know, I let go, I let God spirit it felt a lot better. And both my boys are, are thriving and doing well because I'm giving them that space. Yep. And there are times things, you know, my mom died at the age of 50. I had to administer morphine to her. In that moment, I didn't think everything was going to be okay. Yeah. I was devastated. However, everything was okay because she had to have that experience for me to learn to live my life, yep. for me to let go, for me to heal. Yep. And although it was devastating, had that not happened, you know, she was a character in my story. Yeah. yeah. That helped me get to where I am today. So all the well, and, and look at the strength and how capable you are to deal with that. And, and I think that's something that we don't teach our kids is you are capable of figuring this out. Amen. Like I am capable. That's why I started to travel. Cause I needed to know that I could travel. I needed to know that I could be capable that someone said like if i took a wrong turn i could ask someone how to get somewhere and that i could navigate i was in cancun a few weeks ago and my flight home got canceled and i was like what the fuck? i'm in another country what and i'm like in my hotel room i can't make a phone call my phone's not set up right and i was like oh my god sunny how do i do this and she's like oh change it to this and then you can call out and i was That's like i can do that okay because you know it's always figure outable but i needed to know that I was capable so I could teach my kids that they were capable. Yes. You know, yes. I, I told my kid to go to some appointment that he had or for a doctor appointment. And he's like, you're, you're not going. And I was like, no, you can handle it. I don't need to go to that particular. It was like a 10 minute appointment. I didn't need to go. And he's like, well, how adulting do you need me to be? I'm like, dude, if I die tomorrow, I want you to know how to go to the doctor. 100%. I want you to know how to go get groceries. I want you, you know, he's teaching his brother how to fill up the car with gas now. I'm like, I am preparing my kids that if I'm not around or Eli's not around, like they're capable. I wasn't necessarily taught all that. I was very self-taught on a lot of different things. So I, I'm like, 
hands off. Like you don't need to know where your kid is 24 seven. You don't need to know like everything about everything all the time because it, it doesn't give them any room to be capable and to make decisions. You know, I was, I definitely was not a safe girl in my twenties, but I figured a lot of shit out by myself. I did too. I mean, I was very independent. I was the oldest of five. My parents, you know, they, you know, there's five of us. So I figured, I figured it out too. And I'm, I'm fine. (laughs) I screwed up a lot. I fucked up a lot. Yeah, but who doesn't? You know, that's the thing is like, I'm looking at these uh, people these days and I'm like, why is it so bad to screw up? Like, I don't understand that. It doesn't make sense. Like I've fucked up. If you want to know how not to do things, just (laughs) give me a call because I know how not to do things. Uh, Um, But that helped me get to know how to do a lot of things. I can figure, I am the figure out, I can fix shit. Like there's, and there's always someone I can ask for help. Yeah. And, and so, that's, that's kind of what I talked about yesterday on Table Topics Tuesday was we're going to fail. We have to fail. That's how you learn. That's life. Exactly. It's life. Which brings me to, so tell us about, you have this exciting new um, adventure. I do. So so what came out of all of my failures, because um, there's a lot of them, but what came out of that is I just launched Spirit School. Mm. And Spirit School is something that I wish I would have had when I first started in this, because I've had some amazing teachers and I've had some shitty teachers too. And there was a time when I was, I had just a million questions. Like I, I was like, what about this? What about this? What about this? Like, cause when you first get into a lot of this work, you, you, I mean, you just want to soak it all up. Right. And I didn't have that extended education that I was really hoping for. And so I created this program. So when you, when you jump into it, it's called spirit school. It's where if you're new or, or you're looking to how to create that foundation, or maybe you need to revisit your foundation. Um, there's six videos. So it's like a six week course. It's first time I, I'm going walking through them with it. Otherwise it'll be more of a self study. But then the part I really like about it is once you work through the videos, um, you're in a members only, um, Facebook group. And I come in there twice a month and probably more, but for sure twice a month for our spiritual study halls. Mm -hmm. And we study different things twice a month and it's continued education. It's a community. It's where people can be like, Hey, I had this experience. Can I get some support on this or whatever? And so it's just this awesome place. It's kind of like Hogwarts online. (laughs) And and Harry Potter was a big piece of this because um, when my friends like you need to do something like a spirit school and someone said, well, how does that look in your head? I'm like, Hogwarts like I totally want to do Hogwarts and I do a fall retreat every year and that's like spirit school in person um so I already kind of do that in person but I wanted something for my community that just continually goes on and so I just launched spirit school we're just getting started so you can still jump into it if it's something that is interesting to you but what I like about it is the community and the continued education and the videos are great like they're all very great but I really like the community piece of it. I think people need community right now. Oh, 100%. I love that. And it's beautiful. I've seen the content. It is pretty. My designer, Angela, like rocked it out of the park. Girl, it's fabulous, really. And It's so- the way I wanted it. I've done it a couple different times in different ways, but I'm like, God, this is not how I want it. Like, this is not how I want it. And so with this last year and, and some extra time on my hands, like that's what came out of it. So um, I'm really proud of it and I'm really, I'm, I'm really excited and, and the people in it are super fun. Cause I have some of my normal people that like have been working with me and then I have a lot of new faces. I so I'm it. like that rocks too. So that's really fun. 
Well, I've been witnessing um, your journey up to this point, and girl, let me tell you, you are on fire. It was incredible to witness. I, I love your energy. I, I love everything that you've done with this. It's incredible, and I, I, I know it's going to be amazing, and it's going to continue to just grow and thrive. Yeah, I'm really excited for it, and it's it's one of those things. In the last week, I'm like, oh, and I could do that with it, and spirit keep is like, it's just going to keep growing, and I was like, all right, like it brought back some of my inspiration, oh. and and so that's really fun because when when you're sick and you know you're recovering and you got all that other shit going on, like it's hard to connect back into that energy. So it's kind of brought me back to life a little bit, which is I fun. love, I love it, and it's and it's and it's inspiring to watch. And um, like you've inspired me, so I, I love that. Good, Thank good. So I love inspiring others. You did. And so there's one, th another thing I love that you have, and they're called naughty cards. Yes. So I wanted you to share a naughty card. I mean, pull a naughty card for us. Okay. So the naughty cards were created because I have several oracle decks on my website, jodyharvilla.com. But then I'm kind of sassy, as you all know, and I swear a lot. And I also get stubborn. And when I was stubborn, I don't always, you know, I'm not into the like all is well meditate kind of energy. Like I, I get really pissy about it. And I so I was like, ah, you know, I love these decks that I created, but really need a naughty deck. And it does not matter where I am in my mood. When I pull one of these, immediately it raises my vibe. Mm. Um, it has taught old women to swear. I have one client, she taught her whole neighborhood how to swear from these cards. And I was like, oh my God, that's not okay. Um, I, I think it's really good for people that tend to get a little resistant to hearing the messages. Mm -hmm. um, plus it makes everyone laugh. You really yeah. either love them or hate them. My husband just laughs. He's like, people are gonna love them or hate them. And I I'm like, well, if they don't like my naughty cards, I am, they, I am probably not the right person for them. I love them, I love them. They're so fun. Okay, so I'm gonna. Sometimes you're right. I don't want to be peace and love. Sometimes I'm pissy and I just want to say, fuck it. Yep. Yep. And when you get to that, and even when you're having fun, that's what I like. These cards can be for the fun days and the down days. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to pick a card for the group. Show show us the deck too before you pick. So the, the process to find Naughty Spirit was <laughs> like, look at him. You know he's hot, right? Like, look at him. And you should have seen the trying to find the right not We were dying laughing. And my husband was like, what are you doing? Like, it was like a two-week thing. I was like, I'm not showing you until they're done. Like, I wouldn't give him a sneak peek or nothing. And when he opened the cards, he was like, I get it. All right. I understand. Okay, this is such a great card. Okay, so here's Naughty Spirit. Just because okay. he's hot. That's the one you're pulling for us? This is the one I pulled for the group. Get out of your own fucking way. Love naughty spirit. Yes. Is that are. not the best card? That is the best card. because. And if you're in your fears, you got to get the hell out of your own way. Yes, girl. Isn't that great? That's a great card. That's and they great are great card. stocking stuffers, if I do say so myself. Yes, I will be ordering all of mine. <laughs> They're so funny. And, and, um, and they all were very spirit driven. Like that project was like literally two weeks and they were done, shipped, printed, yeah. getting shipped out to my clients. So they're, they're one of another one of my children. I love. Yeah. I love that inspiration. Yeah. Well, it, it has been so fun. I can't even believe like the time flew by. It feels like, no, I was like, what do you mean? We're done already. <laughs> 
Girl, don't worry. I'll be calling you back. I'm say we got to do this again because this is, I love doing this kind of stuff. So anytime. Absolutely. I would love to have you back again. Thank you so much. Thanks you for having me. So fun. And let people know where to find you. And where to find so them. easiest place to find me is either on Facebook, which is just Jody Harvilla, or um, you can go to my website, which is jodyharvilla.com. And there should be a pop-up for spirit school if you are interested in that. And it also has my services for clearings and readings and teachings and mentorings and all that kind of stuff. So usually my website or Facebook is the best way to find me. Perfect. And then sign up for my newsletter and um, you'll get you'll get to know all the things that I'm doing. Perfect. And I'll also have your information on the bottom at the end of the broadcast. And if you're Beautiful. watching the replay, um, definitely don't hesitate to put questions. I'm going to go and see who's been here with us right now and see if they have any questions and and just say hello. Helen, oh, it's always great to see you. Karina and Thomas. And Mary Ruth is here with us and Abdul and Judy and Rima. Thank you all so much. Yeah, thanks for everyone for joining us. It's always fun. Always. I love, I love always having, um, connecting that way. And for those of you on the replay, thank you for watching us. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate you joining us. I know there are so many other places you can be. I'm grateful and definitely wish you an amazing rest of the week ahead and look forward to seeing you next time. If you and enjoy the new moon tomorrow night, you guys, so put oh, your wishes right. and your, your intentions out for tomorrow night. That's right. Definitely time to put the intentions. And if you enjoyed the show, please share it and rate it. And thank you so much. Make it a great rest of the day. Take care, guys. Bye. Hey, love. Thank you so much for listening today. I am so grateful for you. I'd like to show you my appreciation by gifting you a free forgiveness self-hypnosis audio download. Part of living the fun and fabulous life is practicing forgiveness. Forgiveness can be such a long and challenging process. My intention is that this forgiveness audio will help you in practicing forgiveness, especially with yourself. Grab it by visiting daretoachieve.com backslash forgiveness. For more inspiring tips, make sure to connect with me on social media. Drop me a line on Facebook or Instagram at Grace Redmond Dare to Achieve. Until next time, keep moving forward towards living your fabulous life.